guys, this is Angie H, and welcome to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. This is your weekly dose of tea where we dive right into holistic health, societal issues, and even a platform that gives you that motivation and inspiring thoughts that would help you see the rainbow even in your darkest cloud. So I want you to sit back, grab that cup of tea, and enjoy the show. guys and welcome to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. I am Angie H. So I wanted to talk about health today and I wanted to discuss um, along the topics that I made a Facebook post um, and I made an Instagram post and I posted questions to my listeners. Um, do you think that we're getting the proper care um, or the proper medical treatment or the best possible care that there is for whatever condition that we're facing. Um, and so one of my listeners was like, absolutely not. Um, that we're not being given the medicines to heal, just mask the illness. Um, and she even went on to say that it's even hard for her to find a black dermatologist or someone that can actually tell her about her skin as a person of color. And so that was what my point was um, for all of us, everyone, but especially for the highly melanated um, people, for us people of color, are we getting the best possible treatment? And what made me think about that, because I'm reading two books, The Mer- Medical Apartheid by Harriet A. Washington and Killing the Black Body by Dorothy Roberts. Um, and both of these, they're um, about medicine and you know medical experimentation and things like that in african-american culture um but they are different things one is about the reproduction um and one is just about just being experimented on the dark truth um but in reading these it was some different things that i highlighted i'm not gonna read everything that's highlighted um but it was some things that raised a red flag for me um being that in African-American culture, so many things kill us faster than they do in other races. Um, things that other races are coping with and dealing with and even probably being healed from, we're dying from. And so that made me wonder, are we even getting the treatment? Are we getting the same caliber of medication and things like that to help us heal? Um, we know that medicine is a big business. We know that cancer is a billion dollar business. We know that. But are we getting the best possible care to heal us? Now, let me put this disclaimer out. I'm not telling you to stop going to the doctor. I am not telling you not to take your medication. I am just asking a question. Do you think that we're getting the best possible care? Follow the doctor's orders. I don't know your situation. I don't know um, why you need to be on a certain medication or why you need to do a certain routine in order for you to live. I don't know that. Um, I am not a doctor. Though I am a certified medical assistant, I have been in the medical field for a long time. I have a bachelor's degree in healthcare. I'm still not a doctor. I am not a PhD. I do alternative medicine. I am a herbalist. 
holistic nutritionist, things of that nature. So I look at other avenues in order to be an addition um, to help us live our healthiest lives. But again, disclaimer, I am not a doctor, but I just want us to be very cautious to understand that there is research that needs to be played on our on our end. We need to literally look at what we're given and try to learn about it. It's not that we have to or should be required to trust everything that is before us without finding out for us. And that that is my whole point for today of this um, podcast is to tell us that, hey, we need to look a little deeper. We need to find out. We need to research. We need to know exactly what happens in our own body, our genetic makeup. Everything is different. So everything may not work for us. And I'm pretty sure those of us that are on medication and things of that nature, you see that um, someone in your circle may be using this, this certain pill and it's working for them. They're coping. They're doing everything fine. It's working out for them. Then you turn around and take that same medication. You don't get the same reaction because we're not created the same. That is the, the uniqueness of God that created us. He made us so different and, and alike in so many ways, but then our uniqueness always shines brighter. So I just want us to dig a little deeper, but it just made me wonder, are we getting the best possible care or are we getting a form of medical treatment that can heal or it won't? I mean, that that just makes me think of practicing medicine. That is what it's called, a practicing physician. I don't know why that name was given, you know, practicing. Is it that I'm practicing to get it right or what? I don't know. That that might be far-fetched. I have no clue. Um... But I know that in reading the medical apartheid, I'll go with that one first. Again, I'm not going to read everything I have highlighted because we'll be here all day. (laughs) Um, But in it, and this is just in the introduction alone. um, It says the life expectancy of African-Americans is much as six years less than that of whites. Um, And then it goes on to say, there's less than one death in 200 can attribute to hereditary disorders such as sickle cell anemia um, and things that are incurable or poorly understood illnesses nor genetic diseases that target only them. But it's actually because of common ailments. Um. Three times as many African-Americans were diagnosed with diabetes in 1993 than there was in 1963, which is twice as many as it was in white Americans. Diabetes uh, rate in black Americans double. Um, And they that and the diabetes alone can contribute to blindness, loss of limbs 
things like this. And this is diabetes. This is controlling your insulin level. This is sugar. But it's it's messing up our hearts and our kidneys. And it's a it's a high killer in African Americans. And so that made me wonder, why is that? The common so it's not even rare these that's diseases that's specific to our race. It's the common things that they make commercials and everything about that's killing us. Now, I don't know if it's we're not given the proper instructions. The medications are too high um, because we're we're poor. Um, I don't know what causes it. But it's the common things. It's the common things that are killing us. And I thought that was very, um, very strange. And especially when it comes to um, African-American women and breast cancer, the mammograms, um, we're developing or we see more cases of cancer before it's time for our scheduled mammograms. And then we're then when we finally do get the mammogram, it could be too late. You know, just just things like that. Um, African-Americans have a higher rate of HIV and AIDS. Um, Mental ailments are destroying the black community. You know, these things are in this book. But also what I found amazing in this book was that um, it was a statement from a medical doctor that said that African Americans make better subjects for research and they would rather experiment on black America before they experiment on cats because African Americans are easier to find. So that was a red flag for me that you're going to these poor and underserved areas getting African-Americans because at one point we wasn't permitted to read. So we can't read into anything. We can't research anything. And you're coming into our communities Um, poor communities where we are not knowledgeable of certain things and you're running your experiments, you're injecting us with different things, you're seeing uh, you're giving us a a lower dose of a prescription that could help us because we don't know any better. And I really thought that that was it was really hard for me to read. Like I said, this is just in the introduction alone. (laughs) So I don't even want to even know what's going to happen when I dig a little bit deeper. Um, But again, that was the medical apartheid. Harriet A. Washington wrote that book. Um, But that's what that's what raised the the question for me. Um, And then in Killing the Black Body, it was a a major part. Um, And this is about the uh, reproduction. Um us having babies and different things like that and in in the beginning of this book um, Killing the Black Body by Dorothy Roberts 
um, she discussed how um, it was I'm trying to put it in the proper words so please forgive me um, but again in the introduction um, and they talked about birth control and it talked and it also talked about the um the crack epidemic and how they went to these areas and as soon if the if there was crack in the mother system they locked her up immediately um and they chained her legs and stuff as soon as she gave birth they um had the handcuffs and everything ready and they shipped her off to prison um because crack was in her system um so you know it just it discussed it discussed that but um what really stood out to me in this introduction of this book was the fact that it was a sterilization it was a sterilization process taking place because they felt as though african americans are poor um and they shouldn't re, they should shouldn't produce uh, or reproduce children because then they're going to raise poor children. So they shouldn't have children. So how can we sterilize them? How can we get them to not have any more babies because they're poor um, and they don't know any better? So one of the things that stood out to me was they um, it says the main reason more black children are living in poverty is that the people having the most children are the ones least capable of supporting them and this is when they begin to imp- implant the neural plant i don't know if you guys remember that that uh birth form of birth control but it was a neural plant and it was maybe four Four sticks under the skin that fed the birth control to your body for a period of time, maybe five years. That was one of the reasons they they begin to implant to start to sterilize so that you won't reproduce. And I found it funny because I know people that had the Norplant. After I had one of my kids, I had something in my arm that it was three years um as well because i didn't want to have any more kids and at the time they didn't want me to tie my tubes um and so the nora plant came about so i thought that was amazing too because i know people that had the nora plant and they had issues with it um the skin grew around it they had to have surgery to get get it out um, because they couldn't find it. It it was a lot with that. Um, and then in 1960s and 1970s, um, they started the Depo Vera, the Depo Provera. I I too had the Depo shot. I didn't stay on that Depo shot long, but it was so many reactions with it. You could gain weight, and all these different things. But with me. It seemed like every side effect that could happen, I had it. My hair was shedding. I had migraines. 
um, a lot of people got on Depo because they didn't want their cycles and they, they had to go all these months without cycles and we need that to cleanse. Um, but I was opposite. My cycle stayed on the whole time. And you had to go back every three months and it was doing these different things. And then so um, I highlighted those two in that one because those are common things that we knew about and that we've seen in our communities and people may still get depo but it just made me think about it that was part of getting us to not reproduce any more children because we were we were poor or in poor communities and i, I just thought that those two things and like i said i'm not going to go into all of the stuff that's in that book maybe another another topic as i dig deeper um, but I just wanted to just have us think about it. Are we getting the best possible care? Are we people of color being used as guinea pigs? And some people do because, and then um, in the medical apartheid, they, they discussed how it was hard for African-Americans to become doctors. So now you taken away from African-American doctors that can tell us about our African-American bodies. You're making it hard for them so that they can educate us. So is it, so why is it that we're trying to better ourselves? We're trying to do things right. We want to live longer. And yet the things that are afforded to other people are not afforded to us. Cause are we being used? to treat so I'm going to treat this with the wrong thing so that I can give somebody else the best thing um and it's just things and it's like I'm not trying to um blow up any doctors or anything like that it was just something I read and I wanted to share and I just wanted to get other people's opinions on it but um I also want to encourage you to research find out know your body know your body I say it all the time you are uniquely made. What works for you may not work for anybody else. Even if you're doing alternative herbs, I tell people all the time, herbal medicine, this may work to bring down your blood pressure. This, it may not. Just because I make a tea that does this for somebody else, I need to know exactly what you're dealing with because I may have to take a herb out and replace it with something else that I feel would be a little bit better. So these are the things that we need to really dig deep in and we need to look at it. We need to really get an understanding of ourselves, our body, our DNA, different things of that nature because you really don't know what you're doing to your body if you don't research. So I just wanted to just, just share that today um, for our health segment here on Thursday Thoughts. It is different things that we probably have no clue about. I mean, and we already know about syphilis and those different experiments and things like that. People are knowingly doing different things. And you have to wonder, is it the same? And it's just not African-Americans because like I said, when you see those new medicines that come up that's supposed to help with your condition and then the commercial goes really, really fast, like they for fast forward it so that you can't hear all the side effects to taking this 
and suicidal thoughts and you wonder why you're battling depression but you were fine before you started taking the medicine but the medicine is making you feel good and all of these things I don't I'm not saying that it's just African American culture we all deal with it but I'm saying different things that plagues society affects people of color a little bit differently so I encourage you to research know exactly what your medicine is doing know the side effects to look out for and so that you can change it right away but we really have to really pay attention to the different things and and read more educate yourself like I said I am not a doctor please don't take this and be like I'm not listening to that doctor they is killing us blacks (laughs) do not say that thirsty thoughts told you they was killing all the blacks because <laughs> I said research and find out for yourself but I just wanted to share what I was reading and again I was in the introduction I can only imagine what other topics and things I'm going to find out as I get to the meat of it while I'm sipping my tea so be encouraged research and understand that you're unique and you need to know everything that you're putting in your body and why So you guys have a great and wonderful day. And I hope that I said something that would just trigger you. Any doctors that listen, please don't send me any hate mail. I was just reading the book and sharing my thoughts. (laughs) But you guys have a wonderful day. And thank you for tuning in to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. guys coach Angie here defining our purpose what does that mean to you what does that entail what does that look like what do you feel that you may need in order to define your personal purpose could it be you need a little inspiration and motivation could it be that you need something that's going to help you with your spiritual growth and personal growth could it be that you need just a little jump start to begin that holistic health journey that you keep saying that you're going to start well you can find some of these things to help you on my website www.definingourpurpose.com if you click on the DOP tab you can actually find my devotional workbook inspirations a-n-n-e-s-p-i-r-a-t-i-o-n-s This is something that helped me in my dark days, and I wrote it from a place that I needed um, to find my own personal spiritual growth. Also, you can click on the Niece Charles tab, and there you will find my holistic products that I create by hand, as well as my coaching and different services that I provide. No matter what you need, just know that you don't have to do it alone, that there is someone that you can talk to. And I'm that person if you need me. Definingourpurpose.com is where you can find all the information. Also, Inspirations is also found on Kindle and Amazon. Thank you for tuning in to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. I hope that you enjoyed the show. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple, TuneIn, and wherever you get your awesome podcasts. And also on Anchor FM. So remember, we're here every Thursday for some much-needed chit-chat over your hot cup of tea. <laughs>